everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Morning Woods Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. If you haven't already, go down to the bottom, like, subscribe to this podcast. It helps me get in the algorithm. It helps me more than you know. You help me by watching this. You're the best. Thank you for being here. This is a great show already. I'm already having a good vibe right here because I have a good friend of mine in the studio today. You guys know him. You love him. He's a stand-up comedian. He's the newly founded owner of Bricky's Comedy Club, and we have him here with us today, Mr. Kevin Rupert. What's up, my man? Hey, thanks, dude. I hey, man, give yourself it. a round yeah. of applause, Kevin. Okay, all right, I'll do don't that. Don't you dare let okay. me die out here like Yay, that. me. You don't leave okay. a man behind. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm hanging in there. How you been, Johnny? I've been better than ever, man. I can't even lie to you. I was plateauing there for a while, but it feels like things are picking up, man, and I'm feeling really good about about everything. So how, how about That's you, awesome. my man? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's been, uh, you know, busy a little bit, but uh, I, I mean, overall, I, I feel like things are kind of sorting themselves out and yes. um, got some things in the works that I'm kind of excited about and uh, yeah, really can't can't complain too much. Okay, well, what I want to talk to you about today is, first of all, we have a show this Friday, so you guys come out to see us this Friday. It's Bricky's first open mic showcase. It's a ho- it's a booked open mic, yep. so you actually book these five-minute spots, and, uh, and, and I'm excited for this. This is the first time that you've had a whole bunch of people on stage, back-to-back-to-back at Bricky's. It's not just a, a traditional show. Yep. It's a little bit more of what you would see where guys are going to run new bits and... Uh, and kind of try stuff out. So as a comedian, I appreciate um, a, another place where I can get on stage and have that stage time and have that freedom. Yeah. And so it to stretch my legs. So um, that's really cool if you want to tell tell us and tell the people what they can expect uh, at Brickies in the future. And also what like just your idea behind running your own mic on top of the shows and, and just, I just want to know what you have cooking in general. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a great question, man. Um, I mean with the Friday night, Mike, I feel like it's going to present an opportunity for, uh, comedians who are on the newer side to get some experience and then hopefully, uh, you know, get prepared to perform on the Saturday shows, um, and some of the other shows that we have kind of in the works. Um, so that was the, the main reason for starting the, the open mic and adding that to the, um, the list of shows that we're doing just, uh, to create that pipeline for uh, younger comedians to transition and, and, um, go from, you know, being an open micer to being a host, to being a feature, um, and then eventually a, a headliner. So, so that's the main intention of the Friday night mic. So it's going to be a lot of, um, really great, like local, uh, you know, new up and coming comics. And, uh, I think it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, dude, I'm excited. I'm, I, I appreciate the opportunity for you having me on stage there and, uh, and I can't wait for it, man. I've been, I've been telling people about it. I think I do have a few friends coming. So if you guys are watching this now, make sure you definitely check out that show and then Bricky's upcoming shows but um what's been up with you man i know that you're behind the Mm -hmm. scenes of this bricky's comedy club and you've been putting a lot into this um but as far as your comedy career are you still booking shows are you making an attempt to do that Mm -hmm. are you just taking things as they come what's going on with kevin rupert's comedy career right now yeah, uh, thanks, dude. I mean, um, I, at this point, I'm uh, I'm still performing. Like, I'm still doing shows here and there. I'd say I probably do, like, one or two shows a week. Um, but I, I have kind of stepped away from that a little bit in order to focus as much energy as possible on Brickies because I, I feel like that's the best way that I can make a contribution to um, – you know, not just like the Dayton scene, but just like Southwestern Ohio and in general from a comedy perspective, um, just like creating another venue where people can, can get experience and, and we can 
build an audience for comedy. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm still looking to book shows. I, I mean, I, I'm doing them whenever I can and, and, uh, yeah. And then the rest of the time I'm just focusing on brickies. Yeah. So that seems to be your main goal right now is just getting this club mm-hmm. to the point where it's sort of running itself and then you can kind of, you know, put your hands in some other places, apparently. Uh, yeah, you got some plans, yep. some other plans for the future of the comedy scene. And yeah, dude, I love that. I love seeing um, Dayton Comedy blow up and you yep. uh, you were definitely contributing to the scene, man. We've been friends for a while. I think we started, I mean, pretty close to the same time, four yeah. or five years ago now. So yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, so it's nice yeah. to see where we're both kind of uh, getting this trajectory and 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 finding our place in the scene and and sort of like, you know, becoming the showrunners and becoming the uh, kind of the adults around here in a weird way. Yeah, you man. Know, we're I, like the yeah. the mid level guys now. Uh, it's hard know. to believe. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's kind of crazy. I mean, I yeah, I remember um, I met you at. Uh, um, the comics hang they used to have before Sunday Comics at, yeah. at Wiley's. Yeah, dude. And uh, yeah, man, we were just trying to to get on the uh, the Sunday night show. Trying to impress and, uh, Don. Yeah, yeah. We were trying to get spots that's on his <laughs> podcast back then. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 Don um, Smith, shout out. For people who don't yeah. know, we're talking about Don Smith. He used to be a co-owner of Wiley's, and he had a podcast mm-hmm. on the Right State Radio that he would bring us on sometime. Yep. I felt so yep. cool, too. When I used to go, I, on, did too. I was like, dude, this is it. <laughs> I was like, dude, the owner of the club had me on his radio show. I know. It felt like a big deal. You I'll know, tell people yeah. I was like, nah, he owns the spot. <laughs> this motherfucker had me in right state. It's in that's, the building. It's that, official. That's right. People yep. were like, dude, I got Spotify. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, those were, uh, those were fun times, man. Just, uh, a few years ago, you know? Yes. Um, but yeah, I always enjoyed going on his radio show and um i i mean yeah it's it's great to see wiley's doing as well as it is as well i mean it's it's crazy i mean allude allude, you know going back to what you said a few minutes ago like uh i mean wiley's is doing great um funny bone is always doing its thing yeah they're gonna Um, have headliners coming no matter what yeah exactly um there's all kinds of great bar shows and like open mics popping up so yeah it's it's a really um special time for the Dayton comedy scene yeah um and uh we're on the uh, precipice of like uh, a massive explosion for Dayton comedy that's I think. what I feel like it's kind of dude. exciting that's what I feel like too dude it really seems like because uh, you see stuff sometimes sort of happen here and there and mm-hmm. you'll see like over the years we've seen little shows here and little things here but there's just like a feeling in the air yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it seems like also all the Dayton and kind of like uh, greater Dayton guys and, and girls who are going out in these other cities and these other markets, we're getting respect and then also getting asked to come back to yeah. these markets. So that feels good, too. And it also feels like people actually are starting to kind of talk about uh, what we're doing over here, which in turn makes us want to work harder and makes us want to build the buzz in between the lull. Like... You know, we can't do Wiley's every weekend. We can't do mm-hmm. Caravan. We can't do the Louisville Comedy Club. You, we're not going to be able mm-hmm. to do these shows every single month even. It's like a yeah. quarterly or sometimes yearly if you're lucky. So um, we just trying to make our rounds and get to all these places can be a difficult, long-term, drawn-out journey. So having this media in between and these clubs at our hometown um, are the mo- most important thing that I can think of 
um, to, sh- to share the the art mm-hmm. and the you know like not just what we know about it, but like also a chance to like. Um, just like fucking help people laugh and not be bored. You know, it's like important. Yeah. Man. It's all important. I feel like I'm not trying to like brag or anything, but I feel like everything that everyone Dayton is doing for comedy right now is important and is, mm-hmm. is going to birth something that we don't even understand. Right. There's going to be yeah. people that come up under all of us. They're going to see the things that we're doing. They're going to be even greater than us. And, mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully we can facilitate that. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting to see how everybody is kind of like occupying like different niches in like a complementary way, and uh, people are kind of playing to their core competencies, which is like what you what you want to see, you know, within a comedy scene. And so, yeah, everybody is kind of like playing a, a particular part, and uh, yeah, it's creating something special. I think. Yeah, me too, dude. It's so cool to be a part of it right now. And uh, yeah, a couple of years we're going to look back and it's really going to be hitting and hitting home and we're all going to be very successful. I just feel it, man. I feel that everybody in this mm-hmm. scene that's that's working now, it's for a reason and, and we're going to continue to to be the working comics mm-hmm. in this region. So yeah, shout out to everybody. You know who you are. <laughs> and you know who you are if you're <laughs> listening and we know that you're listening um, but yeah, dude, uh, on a personal level, what's been up with you? And um, I don't know how long we're going either. We we're just going to freestyle it. Yeah, but sure. I know that we have, we usually have 30. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll, I can't see the time on your camera because I'm nearsighted. But can you see the time on mine by chance? Oh, I wish I could, man. Dude, let me, uh, I'm going to whip out the glasses here. You know what? A strong jawline and beautiful eyes do not warrant good uh, that's, vision. Okay. You're too so, kind, man. Um, 10 minutes. We're like okay. 10 minutes even. Okay, so we got another 10, 20 minutes. All mm-hmm. right, I just want to throw that out there just so we know. Just so listeners at home know, this is such a great show. It's a big value production, and we got a lot of assistance <laughs> behind the scenes, but right. unfortunately, they're all dead. <laughs> you will be too if you don't finish this episode. No, it's right in my viewers. Just, just. I feel like it's a winning formula. Oh, you know? It's going off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> my dog's barking. My kids have to pee. Um, but yeah, man, I, uh, I'm i excited for the future of Dayton Comedy and also just for the stuff we have going on right now. Sometimes I get too caught up in the future and, um, and all that jazz, and then I sure. forget to have fun. And sure. then when you forget to have fun, dude, you're just doing shows. Yeah. You're just like, yep. you're just going through the motions. And for comedy, that's never the attitude you want to yeah. have. You don't just yep. want to dial it in. Yeah. People notice, and people are not going to ask you back. And you're going to, other people that you respect are going to lose respect for you because you're not being true to the craft. So, right. Uh, right. at the end of the day, I think that's, um, that's something we have to. Just we have to be true to comedy, man, because uh, yeah. it's a gift. It's a gift, and it gives to all of us. So, yeah, yeah, I don't disagree with you, man. That uh, makes a lot of sense. Um, and, and there's something to be said for uh, for yeah, kind of like being in the moment. You know, when you're doing stuff related to comedy and just appreciating the opportunity to to do it. You know, yeah. Um, even uh, you know, shows at like bars and wineries and. And um, places that aren't like the biggest venues in the world, but it's like a packed house, and yeah. and you know someone's paying you to to do stand up. I mean, I I wouldn't have um, imagined getting even that opportunity um, when I started. Um, and uh, I imagine, w- w- would you have foreseen that at all? Or never, like, dude. And yeah. speaking of wineries, let me tell yeah. you a story because you know this. I actually heard you tell your story about this place on um on the uncle nephew podcast shout out to uncle nephew 
uh, Ray and, and Jarrell. <laughs> dude, I stayed on a haunted island that you sent me to. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, nowhere. sorry, man. Yeah. Dude, I felt like if I would have had drone footage of this place, yeah. like that would have made my video. I, I did a video vlog while I was there. And it was really one of my most successful videos on my YouTube channel. Shout out to you guys who like the vlogs. <laughs> I have ADD. It's just shout outs 24-7. <laughs> shout out to Nothing shout outs. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> shout out to everyone. Um, but so we're <laughs> John Morris and I take this show from you, which I don't know yeah. who canceled. Shout out to who canceled. Uh. So weird story, man. I actually, I was supposed to, uh, I think I was going to go up there with John. I think that was the original plan. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I ended up getting a, uh, a stomach parasite from Subway. Like I, uh, I ate a Subway sandwich and it was a, a literally like I got like a, like a parasite that grew in my belly button Oh my from God. Subway tuna. And, uh, so I like went the movie to the alien. Yeah. It was a lot like that. Yeah. And uh, I, so I had to go to the emergency room, and um, I thought it was uh, like a, a, a epigastric hernia. Like I, I thought basically a muscle had just kind of like popped out, and they were going to prescribe me some pain medication, schedule a surgery, and all that stuff. And they did some imaging, and they were like, yeah, you have like some sort of weird like parasite in your stomach. And uh, so then they had to give me antibiotics. And um, so, I, so I was out of commission for a few days. Wow. And last, the, the last place where you want to be stuck, if you have something like that, is uh, on a, like an island, uh, you know, where they don't even have a hospital. Um, so, uh, yeah, I had talked to, to John, and um, he was like, I'm still cool with going up, so let's find someone else to fill in. And so, yeah, unfortunately, man, you yeah. were the guy, and you had to take a dude. spider to the face. Dude, I took a big <laughs> spider, dude. I would have rather – well, yeah. you had a bug in your stomach, and I had a bug in my face. So I yeah. think either yeah. way, somebody – you know, the CIA was involved. Uh, <laughs> either way, we were being bugged. Uh, yeah, I so, think so. So the long story short – to make it, we we could actually tell the whole story because this is the podcast and this is the story that we're bringing you guys today. So I'm on this haunted freaking. Um, first of all, the journey getting there is actually quite beautiful. It's a long drive to Sandusky, <laughs> which is it's near Sandusky. Uh, it's Lake Erie. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, Port Clinton is Port where Clinton. you uh, okay you get on the ferry at. Okay, so <laughs> we drive to Port Clinton, Ohio. It's about a three three and a half hour drive. Something along those lines. It's a very nice day. John and I have a peaceful drive along the water, and then we actually have a great ferry ride. Um, it's a beautiful day, like I said. So we're enjoying this boat ride. Everything's going good until we get to the island, and it's just like a weird like vibe. It's just something is off about this place, man. It, it's a very bizarre place. You um, feel it as soon as yeah. you step off the boat, right? Yeah, I did. I tell you the backstory of that. Like, well, I mean, how I got the gig is a little bit weird, but but just generally the backstory of that entire venue. No, but no, but I do know mm -hmm. some of the backstory about the the whole island because I took a tour of the winery. Yeah. Of I was underground. And like, oh yeah, yeah. Did you you went under there too? And I don't did. think I got to take a tour, um, but the uh, so the the speakeasy that you guys performed in. Yes. Um, I opened uh, like uh, performed there with the Midwest Comedy Tour a couple months before that, and that was the first time they ever opened it to the public. Um, so, uh, so I thought it was really cool that like essentially our comedy shows opened that speakeasy, um, oh, and wow. uh, and yeah, it's a really neat place. Um, but there was actually a uh, 
uh, part of the reason why the venue went away for a while, uh, Lawn's Winery, is because part of the uh, original building collapsed back in like 2001 or something like that and ki- uh, like killed a couple of uh, people. And they had to do like a big Coast Guard rescue and all this stuff. And so the Lawn's w- Winery shut down until like 2017. And, uh, and the woman who owns it uh, just recently started, um, you know, trying to do live events so she can get people coming back to it. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's a really bizarre place, man. So and for there's like all 20 kinds years, of it was just like desolate. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I think they still had tourists coming to the island, but I, I think that Lawns was, was shut down. So it was probably a lot less than what it had been previously. Yeah, man. It was mm-hmm. weird. When we went there... As soon as you step off, there's a weird vibe, man. And I just, there was something in the air and you couldn't quite pinpoint what it was, uh, but it was just like a, a sick feeling. You just felt just overcome with like sickness. Just, it was sadness, bro, in the air. And uh, actually the, the the winery is right near the, the dock where you yeah. where you board and, uh, and offboard the ships. So you could see it right away. And um, I also understand that it was some sort of... Uh, some sort of place where they kept people at one point and then also where they kept alcohol during prohibition. So the island itself was a stowaway for slaves during the underground railroad, apparently. Yep. Um, which you had a little bit of an encounter with, uh, with one of the old houses on the property. Do you want to talk about that? (laughs) I'm glad you went that. I thought you were going to say I had an encounter with a slave or something. I was like, what the fuck? No. In your previous life. (laughs) I was like, damn, uh, no, but, uh, um, uh, so who did I have an encounter with? I'm sorry. Uh, so you had an encounter with, you had to stay in one of these old plantation houses, right? Yeah. So we, uh, Ray Jackson and I stayed in the uh, oldest house on the Island, yeah. um, which, uh, is also uh, pretty haunted, you know, that's what I hear. Yeah. 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 A lot of, uh, a lot of spirits roaming around that area for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot that's, uh, kind of creepy and bizarre about that place, but yeah, that house, man, so we uh, we got there, and I think that I was telling Ray this the the last time. I can't I can't recall for sure, but um, we got there, and the guy told us he was like, "There's only one bedroom that that is it can actually be utilized by one of you guys because we've got a bunch of like construction and work going on uh, for the other rooms." And uh, so Ray takes takes the bedroom, and uh, the dude was like, uh, "And you can uh, sleep on the couch, and then I'll sleep in the armchair." And I was like, "So we're sleeping in the same." room and he was like yeah that's the 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 plan you know so then i get back to the house after the show and he's camped out on the couch so i'm like i either this guy is like trying to spoon with me or he wants me to take the armchair so i ended up just like finding another room and i slept on this like weird like 18th century couch with like uh all these like strange paintings and like ancient artifacts like you know, keeping me up. It, it, it was, it was pretty strange. Dude, and, that uh, sounds creepy as yeah. hell, dude. Like yeah. a museum. You were like in a relic basically, yeah. like a yep. standing brick and mortar relic yeah. of like the past century. Essentially. And, and then, uh, when I came back the following month to do the next show with the Midwest comedy tour, uh, there was, uh, another lady who was kind of serving as like a part-time caretaker who was assisting the original guy. And, uh, when we got there, um, I was like, yeah, so there's only one bedroom, right? So like Austin and Becky will have to take that room and I'll take the couch or something. She was like, no, we got tons of bedrooms. Oh yeah. my God, I, was, I was like, uh, oh my 
Yeah, I was, dude, yeah. I'm talking to bedrooms. So yeah. This guy was trying to get you to sleep in the same room yeah. as him. So I was like, but they were they were under construction last month, right? And she was like, no, we've never, they've, <laughs> they've, they've never. always been fully operational. They're like, dude, you can't and, even uh, do construction on this house because <laughs> it's actually against the code. Because it's <laughs> yeah, that, could, that could be part of it. It's a historic but, house, dude. Oh man, it was yeah, it was nuts. Oh um, man, that's so, so rich. So you you guys, when you went up, um, I feel bad because that was actually the first one where it wasn't pretty well attended. Um, yeah, there were only like 12, yeah. 12 or fifteen people in the audience, and this girl in the front row was talking, and she had her back to us the entire time. Oh man! But what sucked was she was a big party, and everyone else in her group was like eight other people. They were paying attention, and sure. we were having a good show. but every time she would step on a punchline she stepped on like my the first 10 minutes of my set and so by that point i was so fed up that i just started like trying to riff with her and her friends were like leave her alone and they kind of took her and like rescued her out of the room and like half the room left with this group (laughs) while i'm like on stage they're like so sorry you were great we wanted to stay but she's drunk and right yeah so like walked them and then uh so more people actually did come and fill those seats as John was going up. So mm-hmm. he had a little bit of a – there might have been like 20 or 25 as he okay. um, finally got up. I think I did like 15 or 20 minutes and it was hell. And uh, I just had a rough set because we had traveled all day, dude. And I felt the, I felt the ghost – I felt the freaking, I felt the ghost of the people who fell under the rubble, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude it's, I can feel it. There, there is like a palpable feeling there where yeah. you, you get a little bit of an odd vibe. Yeah, For sure. Dude. And it's yeah. more than that. It's almost as if like that was just, there were precursors to that stuff too. And that's yeah. probably just yeah. where that energy gets built up after a while and it just takes more people with it. I don't know. Yeah. I actually, I didn't know about the history of you know, there being slavery um, involvement with the island or yeah, anything dude, like that. I had no idea. Like a, at one point, it was also a bootlegger island too during the Prohibition days. Okay. So like they sewed wine and uh, liquor from Canada, and then they would hold it under there under the winery, and who knows what else they were doing? You know? Yeah. Like so. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, thanks for, for going up there. And uh, yeah, it's so... It was fun, dude. Did you tell everybody about the uh, spider Oh, no. first? Okay. Yeah. So that's a good that's a good point. So actually, I did not stay in an old creepy house. We actually had a very humble abode. Uh, John and I had an, our own private Airbnb that one of the ladies who was friends with the owner of lawns actually had lent us. So um, they gave us our own car. Uh, which is a really old beater car. It was covered in spider webs, but that's not the point. And it also didn't, didn't have, have any gas. Did it still have the Natty Light beer can? 100%. In the, oh, yeah. dude, dude, that's awesome. Old yeah. cigarettes from like three yeah. years prior and natty, <laughs> empty Natty Light cans. And uh, so we drive this beater around the island, but to our to our nice little hotel or like – it was like a, I don't know, it was like a bungalow, right? Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Very well, um, like, furnished. So I was happy to be there. It was right on the water. And uh, we the show w- went off, and we, you know, we, we were chilling at the end of the night, went to sleep. Everything was cool. And I was like, I'm just over this, and I want to go to sleep. And right as I hit the lights and I lay down in bed, dude, I felt something crawl over my leg. But I was like, "That's there's no way. There's nothing in here with me. And something in my head was like, it could have been a rat. Like, that's how big 
like it's a I fucking felt, huge spider. It was like a it like thudded when it ran yeah. over me, and I was like, yeah. there might be a mouse in my bed. <laughs> so I didn't think anything of it. I was so freaking tired. I mm. jerk off. And True. I roll. <laughs> no, so you should have um, came in the spider's face. Yeah, you know, exactly. That's why he was so mad. <laughs> he saw me coming from eight eyes. Wouldn't that be crazy, dude? Could you imagine being a spider and getting a money shot in your face? Dude? That's not ideal. This is um, a social media clip. Yeah. Um, this is very good stuff. <laughs> Could you imagine being a spider porn star, like a girl spider porn star? <laughs> She's like you just invented you in, uh, like a brand new genre just on porn. Ripping you with eight <laughs> legs, my dude. Oh man, that's incredible. Oh uh, god. Anyway, so I'm sleeping, and the next thing you know, dude, I this thing wakes me up because it fucking crawls across my face. It crawls from ear to forehead, and then over, over off my pillow. Where I got cold chills thinking about mm-hmm. it. And this spider, it was, you know, it was, it's on video, so I'm not lying. It had to be like five inches, six inches in diameter. I mean, yeah. it was like the size, almost the size of a small saucer plate that you would serve like a scone, breakfast scone on or something. So yeah. it crawls across me, dude. I immediately leap out of bed and I wake up John Morris. It's three o'clock in the morning. And I'll be honest, at first he was a little pissed off and True. like un... Uh, kind of unsupportive but then after a second he like jumped into white knight mode and he was yeah. like where's the spider at he was like dude where is dude and uh and john murdered the spider and saved the day so shout out to johnny johnny yeah. money j money morris j money john morris shout out to him so. yeah he does come off as pretty heroic in that video you know it was dude, a good look he for saved him. my life that's awesome i don't know if that yeah. thing was poisonous or what it could have been a a, a, a freaking a recluse yeah yeah man or whatever dude i'm depressed been. i know that i get poisonous and toxic when i'm depressed sure when i'm a recluse <laughs> i could hurt someone dude you think there's a connection there maybe that's why they're yeah. poisonous yeah dude there's holding all that stuff in yeah you know, if we can get spiders in therapy we could probably save a lot of people from poisonous spider bites every year yeah they do statistically Brown recluses do isolate a lot. I would say so. You know, dude. like they don't get a lot of social interaction. That's what I'm saying. I would imagine. I would say that the community programs in the brown recluse yeah. neighborhoods aren't as active as they need to be. Yeah, this is a really important issue. I, I think, think so it needs too. to be addressed. I think so too. And I, what else needs to be addressed mm-hmm. is the fact that you guys should come to Bricky's Comedy Club this Friday. You guys can mm-hmm. see me. You can see the man himself, Kevin Rupert. We have a great lineup for you guys. We do appreciate you guys for watching this show today. And you guys can catch Kevin online. Um, go ahead and shout out your social media, my man. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Bricky's Comedy at uh, um, Gmail if you ever want to sign up for the um, Bricky's Friday Night Mic. Um, Kevin Rupert Comedy on uh, Instagram and then um, krupert89 on Twitter. And do you have any other upcoming shows or anything you'd like to shout out before we uh, close out today? Uh, yeah, 24th and uh, 25th. 24th will be the debut of the uh, Brickies Friday Night Mike, and then the 25th we've got uh, Kyle Kemper. And uh, yeah, should be some solid shows. Kyle Kemper is a solid comedian. I love that guy. You guys come see mm-hmm. Kevin. Come see Kyle this weekend at Brickies Comedy Club. Thank you guys.